Okay, what's up, y'all? Y'all are here on Nitty's Knocker Radio. We do this every single Tuesday. You got the whole squad hanging out in here. And we are very excited, very happy. The sun is out. It's springtime. And since both of our artists or guests came in early today, in the 6 o'clock hour, we're going to start with them. We're going to make it all about them today because while they out here doing their thing, DJ EJ. (laughs) (laughs) That little cute, little innocent, little, (laughs) I'm here. What's up, EJ? What's good? What's good? How you doing? I'm good. So we're going to get this started with Miss Kira and Mr. EJ. And we're going to do a freestyle. And I'm going to just have what? y'all do it to the to the intro for Nitty's Knocker. How about that? Y'all ready? Y'all got y'all headphones uh-huh. on? I'm not ready. <laughs> I ain't signed up for that. No. You, oh, yes, <laughs> both, but you kind of did when you say yes to the show. You say yes to wow, the freestyle. that wasn't even in the contract. That's wild. <laughs> Some things you leave a mystery, you know, hmm, brings the point. magic to the room. Great point. So, without we're gonna go ahead and get started, and you can freestyle with this. It's just sixty okay. seconds. We kind of want to know who you are, what you all about. You can sing, you can rap, you can spoken word, you can just talk, but you got to do it over the beat and let us know who you are. So we, y'all got your headphones on. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear out of them? Nah, yeah. but you know I'm just making it work. I go can, ahead and turn them up. We can hear. Like, how fast? Which, which is which? Wait. That one is, that one is my pair. This mine. Check, check, check. Check, 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 yeah. All right, period. We're going to go ahead and get crazy with this. Okay. okay. Uh, somebody recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a DJ, so if anything, like, it's like the last thing that's, you know, I'm expected of, but I'm going to try to mess up the uh-huh. You can do it. I was low-key at the taco shop early. Think about this today, too. Okay, so we're going to start with EJ with his 60-second freestyle. Dang. Wait, I ain't, I ain't really ready yet, but if anything, you know. Uh, 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 so what's your name? EJ. How you do what I'm, you do? I, I, I DJ, <laughs> but see, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. See, I'm not a rapper, but I will mess you up like I'm somebody important. Shout out to DJ Marishi in the building looking awfully, but I ain't got no bars, though. <laughs> I'ma keep it so from? basic. I'm from Chicago, better yet the South Side. Yeah. yeah, I ain't really got nothing to say, but ain't nobody coming to play. But I really got the sickest flow, and I'm uh, see, see, I'm not a really a rapper though. I'm a nice DJ, but I'm, I'm gonna just keep talking about this stuff. <laughs> Happy I'm not being all modest, but hey, 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 she right Happy it is. Birthday. Hey, Happy it's your birthday. birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Just like me. 
All right, y'all. This freestyle uh, this week. Girl, I do clothes. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got me coughing. That was fun, though, because both mm-hmm. of y'all sit here talking and just, like, <laughs> explaining stuff, and it's just so funny. But welcome to the show. Um, best 60-second freestyle. Perfect. Thank you guys Low-key. for, you know, yeah. trying. So, Kira, she from the south side, too. 72nd, Ashley. Okay. Oh. What's the name of that neighborhood? <laughs> The uh, middle of nowhere. Okay. Ashton, <laughs> Ashton, no, I'm playing. That's like mm. they call it like Arbor yeah, Arbor Gresham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's east though. East is Auburn Gresham, right? But that's no, west. No. west. west. That's yeah. the pocket that's on the east. Girl, okay. The little. I used to live in the pocket. <laughs> I used to live by the pocket on 74th and Evans. Oh, nice. Mm-mm. You said, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's, that's a nice hood. That's a nice hood. <laughs> One minute you sitting there, you just bought an ice cream cone from the ice cream there. truck. Right. Then you got to run in the house because it's a drive by. Yeah, you know? I love that's, them. Yeah, Period. Great day. I stand. Oh, great, summer <laughs> great summer days. Great summer days. Great summer days. At least you were outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No facts. You know, we got to go <laughs> in the front porch or the back porch. That was it for us. Beggars can't be choosers. You're right. We can't. Because the one time that we had a little leeway to go in the parking garage, our bikes got stolen. So, you know. See, that's. You was doing too much. You're right. (laughs) Did too much. So, how did you get into costume and wardrobe design? That's something that she's been doing uh, since I met her. And it seems to have progressed very well in the past year. So, tell me more about that. How you got into it. Well, I just found out recently that apparently my mother used to style, but she did it for a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's hereditary. But I started on Chicago Fire. Oh, wow. Just, um, I was a quote-unquote restock PA. So I was like bottom of the bottom, like bottom feeder. You just putting clothes back after fittings every day. I I spent 12 to 14 hours in the office every day. Until just so happens somebody appendix burst and I got a promotion. Okay, right. So, wow, that's the story. That's dramatic, but it's real too. Dramatic and real. Like you never really think that's like a true story. No, nah, it's for real though. <laughs> it was actually really weird. They were like, "Oh, he's in the hospital, so you want to be next?" And who am I to say no? Oh, I thought you were saying to the hospital. I'm no. Why would you? No, I don't want to be next. <laughs> you want your appendix burst next? No. No, but, I don't um, think that's fun at all. Well, I stayed on Chicago Fire for about two to three years. I was doing Chicago Fire, PD, and Med. And then I stayed on there for about two years until I quit. I'm like, I need more money than this, and I need some exposure. So I quit. And then I pretty much just bounced back and forth between people that I had worked with. And they're like, oh, you want to come work on this? Okay, cool. You want to work on this? So I ended up going from, like, Netflix to Fox. I've worked on Easy. I've worked on Empire. I've worked on small indie films in the summer when the industry slows down. I've worked on Broadway. Um, I'm not, I just started styling recently because it's kind of my thing, but not really my thing. It's a lot of pressure. It like, sounds like it with all of the networks you just named mm-hmm. and the, the sets. Yeah. And I've worked on the set once. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I never went back. You said it was a lot of pressure to do. The styling is pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm a dresser. Or a set costumer, quote unquote. So when I work on Empire, like I, I dressed. Uh, funny story. She dressed. She styled me. I styled me. him on. I've styled Brandon on Empire before. Brandon's on Empire. Hmm. No. You you want me to break it down? What exactly <laughs> is the difference between you saying like you dressing people and then you styling people? Like, styling is more for 
styling is more for a music video or something kind of like an indie film kind of sort of. But as a set costumer, I'm kind of sort of still styling people, but it's just for a temporary on TV. Like when I dressed him, he came in and he was like a background artist. Mm -hmm. So we would just come in, style them. It's not that big of a difference. It's just it depends on what gig you're doing at the time. Okay, the actual, like, medium. Yeah. Okay. So, as a dresser on Broadway, I, like, all of the actors that come back and forth, I toss them their clothes, they run back out. So, when you see people leaving the stage to go change clothes, that's me changing them in between. Okay. So, that's that on Broadway, and then it's different on TV, and then it's different from music videos. So, it just really all depends on where where everything's going. And then, of course, that's different than being, like, a personal stylist for, like, a celeb or something. Yeah, which is something... I thought about doing, and then I'm like, it's, considering I've styled really small projects, and I've seen how much pressure goes in and how much you need to go through for each person to actually approve each outfit, I'm like, this is a lot, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And that was just on smaller projects. So if I do that, I have to work my way up to it because my anxiety will be like, look, I'm finna burn this whole building down. <laughs> Y'all not finna see nothing. Ain't gonna be no clothes. I know that feeling way too well. I see? Really do. It's a thing. And with you, how did you get started with DJing? So uh, believe it or not, I started DJing my sophomore year at college at Northern Illinois University. Uh, I got into it because, if anything, I started off as a, as a musician, first and foremost. I'm a drummer. I've been playing the drums since I was, like, five, been in the church, all that type of stuff. And I got into it, just, you know, just my homies. Uh, my homie couldn't make a party one day. He was supposed to DJ. And only, the only thing I had at the time was my laptop and virtual DJ. And um, from that point on, I kind of just, I filled in, and I, I kind of fell in love with it. It was like, it was like... Meeting your first crush for the first time mm. and realizing like you kind of like want to like be with them for real for real. Oh wow! <laughs> but, like, but like you in the fifth grade, so you kind of like don't know if you, re- if you, if you usually, excuse me if you really should do it or not. So um, I I don't know. I got really big like come out like my uh, my third year there I was doing like a bunch of house parties, did like a bunch of like you know important big events. My first big event uh, at NIU like I could, I could say that was like major was for like fifteen hundred people. And wow. yeah, it was uh they have they have a convo party convocation party every uh every year. Mm-hmm, and, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> look, see if y'all y'all know what it is. And so uh-huh. um, my first time doing it, it was like my third year there. I was uh doing a bunch on campus. I, I was scared. I was real scared. It was the first time out of there, you know, something for that big of a for that big of a crowd. And yeah, I messed up. You know, I was scared. I was like, you know, my anxiety had got to me. And uh, what really messed me up about it is I, I psyched myself out. But from that point on, I had told myself from this point on, from this day on, never, ever, ever allow your, you know, your insecurities, your fear, like and all of that stuff. They got to get in front of you because if anything, you, you, you mess a, you messing up your money, mm-hmm. and b, you setting yourself back. Very true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really, I, I, I appreciated that moment because if anything, after that, I started doing a bunch of other different stuff. I started traveling. I started traveling the country, doing like a, a bunch of different bodybuilding shows. I went to California to do a couple of shows out that way. Um, what else? I opened up for Futures DJ, DJ Esco before, uh, I want to say the year after I graduated, but I was, you know, in a loop still for that, for, that, um, for that team to come bring me back and put me in, uh, and put me in the mix with, with things too. And it's, it's been a blessing and it's been a curse as well. It really has been. A lot of people, I remember me and Marie talking about like, like a long time ago, like how, um, you, you feel like you've done so much for enough, but you're not getting enough shine, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had I had told myself it's, it's going to come. It's going to come eventually. And, you know, I've I've uh, I've been patient enough to kind of, like, let things work out the way they need to. 
know what I mean? Ooh, you answered every question today. Oh. <laughs> no, he, no, he said, who, what, when, where, why? And now, look, he got right, you hey. the whole little situation. Whole Believe it or not, it's, it's crazy because I've, I've been blessed and happy enough to be in the right place at the right time as well. But I, I do want to know. You know, with both of you, you know, sitting here saying how you guys ended up in good positions, doing something that it's like it takes time to build up a reputation. How did it how did you get your first connections? You know, how for entrepreneurs who listen or for creatives who listen and and are trying to get booked and gigs like what advice can you give to them based on how you did it? It's about who you know. Hmm. It's always going to be about who you know. Like for me. I just so happened to have a family member that was already in the industry. So that was my first gig. She helped me get that, but it was also because I just communicate the rest of the way. All the rest of the jobs that I've gotten was literally just because I stay in touch with people on set. You know, you got to just make connections as you go. She can tell you, like, with film, I'm in the same industry, film on set. Like, when you, um, you can be terrible at your job. Terrible. Like, you seem bad at... PAs and bad ADs, like, terrible. But if you know somebody and you work well with other people and you make good connections, it's all you really need to be successful in, yeah. like, that industry. Like, it's it's funny. It's way. amazing And it's how funny that your aunt was get. black and she made a way for you because usually, you know what I'm saying, white people. Yep. <laughs> so. And we're still, we're trying to push through now. Mm-hmm. It's like my sister's in accounting. Mm. So she's worked from Chicago Fire to different Netflix to Hulu. She's in Atlanta right now working on stuff, and she literally just has a woman going back and forth booking <clears> her <throat> own jobs. And the, only reason, the only reason I remember her because she was the only black PA. I think I've seen you at least a couple of times on Center Space. So you was the only black person that I ran into that was working in that area. Yeah, I was, I was literally the first black girl to work in Chicago Fire office, I think. Wow, that's real. That's a, that's, that's, that's major. That's major. I'm upset and I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Isn't it depressing? It's very depressing. We it's need sad. more African American women. Yes. In more spaces. I'm sorry, y'all, but we do. We um, do. And I'm happy that I'm. You know, I'm glad that she was there and you made a way. But I want more. Like it's push start, it more. It start with her because now I know she it is. now she she got her foot in the door as she keeps going and, and she gonna pull people. Gonna you gonna pull, pull black? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, when, <laughs> I, when I style things, I pull a black woman anyway. Period. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. So, um, mood colors, guys. What what's your mood color? What color describes you in your element when you working and going? What mood color can you associate with? So realistically, mine happens to be olive green. It's, okay. It's Explain my it's that. my favorite color. Uh, it's a fog. It's like a fallish kind of color, realistically, and it kind of it's it's me. Yeah, green always often means money. Green means go and stuff like but that. But that's olive green. It's like you know. Yeah, smooth, I, yeah. It's like, real. It's real. Like chill. Like if that makes sense. You know, it's it's deep enough to kind of be you know uh, intrepid and also deep enough to kind of be you know interesting enough, but always about the business. And always about your business. That's how that's how I kinda, you know, equated as to and Key Loki got the color on right now too, low key. Made you but, happy, huh? Hey, it really <laughs> did. I seen it myself, I was like, man, I, I I like your jacket, but I'm not gonna <laughs> like, you know Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Kira? Um, it depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm in a calm mood, lavender. If I'm hectic, orange. 
like your nails and the lavender. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really yep. good color, by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank oh. you. That is. Oh, <laughs> I like your nails too. Oh, thank you. It's real awkward because every time I come in, in, in into my the studio, my nails not done. I'm like, let me put my hands. On. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make you feel better. Shout this out nail broke. Hey, but Nitty, your hair looks beautiful though. I'm just saying, it looks really, you know really. What? You thank know, you. I'm on my Daenerys. Who? Just you know what? I'm learning. Same, bro. Same. Same. All y'all need male to grooming. Male grooming is very important. It surely is. It's nothing wrong with a face. <laughs> look at look at Brandon. <laughs> Brandon over there hiding the nails. No, because I can come on. I'm not a bandwagoner, first of all, and I'm not going to say that. What I'm saying is, I like Game of Thrones, and it just took me a while to start watching because I have a very busy life. Period. Hey, I understand. So now I watch Game of Thrones, and I am on season three. And Daenerys is a bad B word. Okay. I don't know who that is, but she I want to watch the dragons, wanna, honey. The I want to watch it now that I'm on off season. <laughs> That's I'm about real. to watch it. I never watched Cersei. Game nasty. She sleep with her <laughs> brothers, uncles, nephews. Daddies, I don't even know who that That's is. Could you stop? It's just, I mean, hey. you find out in the first episode, so just watch That's the first crazy. episode. I'm gonna watch it. I have a very busy life too, but now I'm at off season, so mm-hmm. I get to play. I had told myself I gotta finish watching Grey's Anatomy first. I just started. Nah, we got, we got, we got to Grey's Anatomy like 60 seasons. Like, long. look, good luck. Yeah, I lost the bet, so it's like, well, I might as well. That so. stuff is so yeah. long. <laughs> it's so long. She's got me excited about the show. Clearly, it's side <laughs> conversations. We got mics going, other mics going. You know, I'm sorry. My bad. No, no, no. I'm saying like outside of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is noticing Marie hovering <laughs> over. <Yeah. here>. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody she get this on film. Like she in prison. Oh, she's over there. She was over she, there. Like oh, she, she, she been she working hard for her money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh no! I'm not dragging you, girl. Protect your meal. Mm -hmm. Protect your (laughs) face. She really is over there. You can't even hear the foil. Yes. I didn't hear her take it off the bag. Like this is a paper brown bag. She's taking off the e-way. She was really a Yoli's. Oh. So what? What type of projects do you guys come have coming up, uh, Kira? I know that you do a lot with the TV show. So are there any really big projects coming up for you? And then EJ, you can follow along with that question. Um, I just got booked to work on Jersey Boys next week. Oh, nice. um, okay. I'm gonna be working on that backstage. I'm Union, so like. Oh, I got a contact. Bread, bread. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't be telling my business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, it they come and go. Like, I need work. I contact my union. If someone doesn't contact me, or if I don't contact somebody, or I chill. That's good. Chill at home. Mm-hmm. I work out. I sleep. I smoke. Girl, they hiring. I I get to the the woodworks on. <laughs> I dress somebody in two seconds. Look, they ready. They ready. Go. <laughs> I definitely think you know that's a great field to be. It's very patient. You have to be very patient to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And I commend you because I don't think I have the patience for it in real Thank life. Thank you, but girl. What about you, EJ? So uh, believe it or not, like they've been saying, uh, you know, throughout the entire play, uh, my birthday's this weekend. It's Friday to be exact. I'm turning 26, and um, big two six. Unfortunately, my homies ended up booking me for a show that was supposed to be on the 30th. They got the day pushed back to the 29th, which is on my birthday. So uh, I'll be at North Bar on the 29th uh, from 7 to 11, DJing with the homies from NAFG. It's their open and launch show. There's gonna be free it's free all night first and foremost to get in you know if you guys want to come out come uh help me celebrate my 26 i'd appreciate it buy me a shot of two or six uh <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> 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 
But um, but not only just that. Um, I'm actually coming out with a mix sometime next week. I got to find a time to actually sit myself down and breathe for like 15 seconds of my life. But uh, it's actually going to be an R&B slash slow jam mix. I have come out with a couple before in the past, but realistically, uh, first and foremost, Mixcloud took my first one down. I had to put up on Valentine's Day. It was a little slow jam joint that a lot of people cursed me out because they was like, hey, man, that joint was real, real nice. My lady liked it. My man liked it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to put something else uh, up, you know, to kind of recompensate for it. But after that, other than that, I should say uh, I got some uh, some some private things in the works. I'm coming up with. I'm gonna let you know. You all know first and foremost because y'all I, I rock with you. You say look, say way. first and foremost. One more. Hey, hey, it's my first. You over here with the proper proper. Okay. I, I mean, I did it. just get off work work, so there's that too. First, that's that's oh, how your email tone. That's per per my last email. Is that that's your, such uh, a great transitional word. You know, per my last email. Per uh, my last email. Yeah. I, did <laughs> I just did that today. Per my last email. Yeah, so um, I guess we're going to have a few things getting checked on in the stew right now. So we're going to have Marie just... Marie going to have to play some jams for us real quick while our handy-dandy tech crew... Hey, real talk, Marie the coldest DJ in the city. I don't care what nobody says. She really is. Hey, I'm going to gas you up until I can't gas no more, G. The car going to be full. I'm just saying... You the coldest. You know what, EJ? You know what? (laughs) Once again, happy birthday, EJ. Kira, keep doing your thing. When we get back from listening to some music, we are going to find out how we can keep in touch with them and jump into our scoop. Scoop. Oh, that's a good one. about Marie Hedo. Her hair be always straight. Straight. (laughs) And that's a real hair, too, y'all. And we go with that. You're not about to do that. Three months. Yes, because I don't be doing that like that. So I need that little thirty dollars I spent to last me three months. Okay. <laughs> thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Gotta check it to make sure it's still in there. I don't even got thirty dollars. <laughs> I'm on salary. I got health care. <laughs> y'all don't check my don't ooh. Yeah, I leave it in the check, check the bag. Don't check my mom. I just I just got me a house in Bronzeville. Oh, okay. word? Yes. Hey, that's an amazing accomplishment. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I've been meaning to propose to you for a while now. <laughs> anyway, we, we are back and we are live and having a good old time. She got big house. Shut up. Okay, Brandon. It's nap time. So... Go ahead. Uh, it's you know we want to talk to Shmirie. See, we missed a scoop last week, so you know we, we are in do need of a scoop. Well, I got a, a poopity scoop. scoop. I got one scoop. So hey everybody, hey, hey. my voice hey. is nice. Hey girl, hey. first of all, my season is complete. Um, my season three is completed, but I didn't air the episode today. I was I dropped it, but I took it off because yeah. So I'll air it next week. Um, but today on the scoop we got. It's still Women's History Month until next Tuesday, so don't play with us, ladies. Let's go out with a bang. It's always Women's History Month. It's not just in March, but I have Amelia Boyton Robinson. Um, she was born in 1911, and she passed away from us in 2015. So basically, she was at the forefront of the civil rights movement in Georgia and Alabama. Um, she is most recognized for her brutal photograph- uh, f- photographs showing um, her being attacked by officers during the 1965 Bloody Sunday. So you know that picture and the lady, like, pushing a gun away? This is her. Um, And she's like, you know, that was during the Bloody Sunday march from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Robinson also championed (coughs) voting rights for African Americans and her efforts, and attacks were depicted um, in Ava DeGalvery's 2014 film, 
Selma. Um, so that was just a little good fun fact about her. So shout out to Amelia. Um, and that that photo is actually like started to get popular. Like I think last year, not last year, like two three years ago. Um, and it was in the film as well. So shout out to Amelia. Rest in peace. Um. My word of the week, I have two words because they both go, they're both like counteractive. One of them is called meddlesome, so it's M E T T L E S O M E. It's an adjective and it means full of spirit and courage. Hmm. Um, because for the last four months, I have been battling, going back and forth with trying to find me a place to live, guys. I currently live in Schaumburg, but I just signed. Yes. For me, a townhouse. Okay. In Bronzeville. Okay. So, your girl is moving on up, okay? Well, I live okay. in a well, You know, I ain't know, you know, I got a little. No, I'm not wealthy, y'all. I am smart financially. Um, thank you. That's wealth of the spirits. Mm-hmm. That is me. Um, but I just figured after dealing with so much, I needed to be back in the city. So, that, there's that. Um, and so I was meddlesome throughout the last four months, being courageous. And um, I want everyone to feel that way as well. So throughout this week, be meddlesome. Um, make sure you are full of spirit and courage. Um, move within your spirit. Don't try to, like, let somebody, like, take take you away from that. So a word for, you know, that type of, like, anxiety or some type of thrill would be um, freezing. It's F-R-I-S-S-O-N. That's a noun. It means a sudden strong feeling of excitement or fear, also known as like a thrill. Hmm. So if you feeling like a fearsome <laughs> and meddlesome, it's free zone. That's so like free zone. Dragon Ball Z free zone. It really and Maybe that's why his name was free zone. Because he was a thrill. Oh, my God. Look at y'all putting two and two together, making four. Period. Low-key, I, <laughs> I, I thought she was, like, low-key saying Frozone from, you know, from the Incredibles. Yeah, that's what we was just, you know, we just made that correlation. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. No, but that's what he was getting. No, no. I was, that's like a real word in the dictionary. That's you fine. can Google it. But, yeah. Wait, we, wait. wait. No, just, yeah. <laughs> y'all, no. Freezone is the, oh, no. No, oh, I said Freeza. He said Frozen. Frozone. So we said two different characters. Freezone, y'all. Yeah. F-R-I. That's a mix of both the characters, though. Frozone and Freezer. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay, y'all. Well, use those (laughs) words. (laughs) Those are my word of the week since I wasn't here last week. Um, And Atlanta was fun. Okay, that's good. It was cold, but it was fun. I had a lot of grits. Mm. So I'm going to be thicker. It's a lot of grits. Grits are fire. Mm. Grits are kind of good. (laughs) It's all fire. (laughs) And I was, I was eating. Keith over there. Um, Keith like, said, he said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the look you were giving on the entire time. He's talking about, You was eating them grits, Jamirian. No. no. Hey, don't do that to him. He was just, he was caught in a moment. Creep. Okay. Uh, creep. Mm. <laughs> talking about, uh. No, he, did. he did. I got on black. Just, I thought I was going to look small. Up. Now they going to, girl, now, now they, they, they going to look. look. They they gonna look. Hey, <laughs> hey, you left that thing in your car. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, I'm done. That's all I got this week. And that was fire. Fire. Yes. Fire emojis. Fire emojis. My boy. So let's talk, let's talk Mr. Smully. Oh, no. I'm not going off of here. Oh, that's crazy. Trouble. You know, um, 
There are some who are still convinced that um, Jesse Smollett of Empire, the young man who's been on Empire for about three, four years, maybe more. Not no more. Um, what? They uh, <laughs> say that he did it. Still, he he was just okay. He was acquitted. He was acquitted of all charges. Of all 16, 16 charges. Sixteen. And they also They're, they were they, dropped. They actually expunged them. Yep. Yeah, they expunged they them. As this well. was, but also, um, you know, there are conspiracies online about this as well because Mr. Van Dyke had sixteen shots. So now, or sixteen charges. So now people are saying that whenever you type in sixteen charges. This is a conspiracy, once again. They say when you type 16 charges on Google, Jesse Smollett's things come up, not Jason Van Dyke's anymore. That's real. I can. So they're out. saying that that could have been some type of, because he got, a, he got expunged, he got, his entire record is expunged, which is still crazy to me. They didn't say why. Yeah. They didn't say why. They won't. My theory is Michael Aventi got indicted with some whole, like, stuff. But the Nike, the Nike thing. He, oh, yeah. He, and, um... His, the lawyer that was representing Smullett is in cahoots with Michael Aventi. So once he got indicted, everybody involved in what was happening with that case is also under investigation. So how are you under investigation and still representing clients? You can't. So what happens to the clients representing? Either they go to a different lawyer, or if you're rich enough, the charges get dropped. So that's what happened. Jesse Smullett didn't finesse nobody. He didn't... Get, he didn't do nothing special. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he finessed anybody. I'm just saying. Not a lot of people are saying like he went out like that's some G. There's nothing G about what the happened. Criminal, he got yeah, he didn't. There's nothing G about it. It's no the criminal justice system in Chicago or anywhere is just under cahoots. I'm not trying to. I'm not against or with anything. Um, I'm just the, his charges got dropped, and a lot of people are upset about it. A lot of people are happy about it. I know members of. African American community and that are a part of the LGBT community. Looking on Twitter, everybody happy. Okay, but this is my thing. I'm trying. I'm, I was gonna yeah. play. But well, not everybody, y'all. I'm gonna play devil advocate for a minute though, wow. just just cause like three weeks ago, I think um, Michael Jackson's name came up, and I remember Michael Jackson being acquitted on all his charges, but people still want to throw down on his name. Same like three weeks later, we get Jesse Smollett, and he's acquitted of all charges. But you got some saying, oh, yeah. But we know he definitely did it. So, like, how do you, do well, you, he made how a do you deal, pick though. the two? I don't he think made a deal. Right. So, like, it's not like everything was dropped. Who? Je- uh, Jesse no, did. He, he made he a deal. Yeah. They dropped They dropped. I read the earlier that he made a deal. So, he going to so do somebody community lying. service. His, um, his, lawyer, his lawyer did a um, press conference and says there was no deal made. So what's so, the community service for it? Don't say a deal was made, y'all. Yeah, but I think they. Were, I don't service. know. Like he did his PR. community <laughs> service, and he didn't. Um, wow, he did community lied. service. And then they said that he did the community service. No explanation of why those charges just got dropped like that. that it is I'm why, saying. though. The reason why is because he did not defy his bond. So, like, he didn't try to get out of the bond, and he did community service. So, he actually did. That was whatever little agreement they must have needed or wow. deal that they made because he did do community oh, yeah, service, and he did go to jail. Like, he didn't say that, you know, he didn't, like, try to get any money back. Yeah, from, he oh, left I, his bond. That's why he so wanted to go to like a boss three weeks ago, two weeks ago, he when he walked in the court. He was bond. walking out like, I'm going to get off. Ten. Well, 100000 but he only had to pay ten. Dude, community service must have been three 10, days. $10,000 <laughs> <laughs> like, clean slate free. 
So does that mean that he didn't do it? No, I, he was still found guilty. No, he did it. He definitely he did, did it. And he's not going to be on Empire anymore. I plead the physical. I'm already knowing that. Because I still feel. I, I don't know. When I see him on Empire now, I'm just thinking about it like, he just did that dirty. But look I know at, what you did. Dirty thing. I plead the fifth. <laughs> but look at what's going to happen to him in the long run. Because he wanted to play a dirty game. Mm-hmm. Now he's pretty much going to be treated a certain way. He's going to be blackballed. He's a not bit. getting Did, any more jobs. Okay, I was going to ask. He can't even get no more Hallmark films. Mm-hmm. Wow. Be careful with that. But his family, you got to think about it. His family, you know, he got some actors in his family, so maybe they can. I get mean, him that don't mean nothing. Are they black actors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his sister is an actor. Okay, but are they black actors or white actors? I'm trying to. That's the only. I'm trying to put something in your head. This Hollywood we talking about. We don't care who you know in black Hollywood. If white Hollywood don't want you because you're going to cause a problem for what if they're doing, problematic. Yeah. then it don't matter who your sister is. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, oh, like, yeah. dude, he got it's some... It's the same famous famous. She like yeah, she do, she's like some slight. Uh-huh. Get out of here. She ain't like most faces in She has been, act, she has been getting a bag for their family since she was like two. Who is they, who's his sister? Shorty from Roll Bounce, the braces. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's his sister. Yeah, and she was in Underground. She probably real mad at him right now. They got rid of They not saying that no brother to be I honest. got you this job like <laughs> <laughs> see this is why we don't give your niggas money <laughs> in, in other news Ooh, child. um <laughs> Keith hashtag this um surviving Cardi B or he didn't hashtag but we should uh, it's hashtag it's trending Cardi B what my girl done did it says that she went on IG Live over the weekend. And no, it was an old video from when her teeth was messed up, y'all. Ooh. I remember. I've been following her. This is surface. No, it's old. That's old. So something surface. Yeah. Where she said that she would solicit sex for men to yep. drug them and rob them of their money and belongings. Yeah, me. <laughs> Who didn't know that? Though? I did that. What? So was she was she telling the truth? Was she really saying that? She said that she made a statement today. Yeah, yeah Instagram and said it was. She didn't say yeah. if it was true or false, but she said whatever you do in your past, get bombs to lie. And I'm just like, girl, do your thing. She said that she was Kill an me. angel. She doesn't have a perfect life. life. Basically, right, so saying what, so, she did that. So what are y'all saying? So like, is, is it okay? I don't really. I mean, I, okay. This is my stance on it. Like, uh, don't say, don't compare. Don't, her. No, what like. I don't knock sex workers. That's one thing I will not do because men spend money. Yeah, they just don't kill them. But, like, she drugged it. I mean, like. I mean, it's the same thing. She finesse. finesse. She got, I mean, I'm not knocking. Men finesse every day. If a dude did that to a woman. And that's what she said, too. And he made a video saying. She said that. Woo, 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 woo. uh Uh-huh. They're basically in rap. People talk about their past. That's, you know, in the industry she's in. She says that that's common for people to talk about the things that they've gone through to be where they are now. She was a... So that's she said she never glorified okay. anything she did in the video. I mean, did she that's spoke not the problem, the y'all. Look, that's not the problem, okay? Because we could defend Miss Cardi to to. I'm not defending nobody. 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 But, 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 but it ain't but, heard of. But, I watch Law and Order. We Me looking too. at this for real in the context of man versus woman. Oh, because it's still wrong. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. But the thing is, well, she she won't get prosecuted like the, like a man would and the thing is men can lie just like okay just like with any movement right mm. we have pe- men who lie we have women who lie You're right about, about stuff but also when people are admitting to doing wrong men you know i don't see many women getting in trouble for saying they do stuff like this to men i agree you know so it that's what i'm saying is like where's the fairness in like her being able to because at the end of the day cardi i love you but you're not black you know mm-hmm. like 
there's still a certain no i mean there's still a certain level of access that is is had and she has a bigger support base also the latina support base in anything is massive so mm-hmm. she's super covered anywhere she goes. So people are never going to cru- like crucify her. Especially during the time of the Me Too movement. And yeah, I think it overshadows crucified. a lot of men and their, you know what I mean, and, but like, position with that. Because it's a Me Too with men too. I, I mean, mean we, it's we trying to strive equality. Situations You know like what I'm saying? That. And I feel like with the whole this whole situation, it shows the level of equality that we really want. Like, I'm not trying to say comparing crimes is where we should be going with this, but I'm just saying, like, it's certain it's certain things that women are here like I don't know men get paid more than women, so you come out saying hey like that's y'all excuse well y'all get paid more every time something mm-hmm. happens men get paid more or men get to do this or men get to do that patriarch patriarchy I think that's the excuse women throw in our face every time I say hey but it's not. Hold on. no because okay, I I my thing is. And, like, I've, I've seen people on both sides. I've seen people defending it. I've seen people persecuting Cardi on Twitter. My thing is we have a, like, where's the responsibility to hold somebody accountable for for actions that are wrong? Mm-hmm. We could talk about what men do, how <laughs> men get over on people, all that. But we're talking about somebody who admitted that they did something that is wrong. Like, I don't want to be drugged. And mm-hmm. my money oh, taken just right. because mm-hmm. I have a penis or, or like, right. because I wanted to have sex with a girl. Like, I don't, like, that's not, that's not fair And that's in what anything. I, yeah, I, don't like, think, I think that's what needs to be paid attention to. That yeah. should be something talked about in the mainstream light as well. Because if Cardi was doing it, that means that there are other women out here yeah. who are doing that. I mean, yeah. And it's not fair that men or women have to go through being solicited yeah. or treated badly or raped or drugged or yeah. anything like and that. It's, it's real toxic, I feel like, because I see a lot of people trying to put gender on it. like, And we do that a lot. Like It's a lot of like gender women this, men that, what if men did this, what if a woman did that. We need to get away from like, like trying goes, to slap, right, to slap gender onto like it. And then just make wrongdoing be wrong. I get what you're saying, right. Keith, but the, the contradictions happen because it's too. It's a man it looking at it's a, a, the point of views are different. We you know? y'all have to understand that this we can have this battle all day long. Our, this society was built for us before we got here. You're 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 already putting a stigma when you're in your womb. That's, That's why true. gender reveal parties are a thing now, mm-hmm. and people get upset. It's it's this is the thing. The way we're thinking right now is very crucial. Our right. parents, our grandparents don't haven't thought like this. We are put in a binary type of lifestyle from birth though. You were given a blue blanket, I was given a pink blanket. Mm-hmm. I don't even like pink. You know what I'm saying? I, like I took a I took a I took a gender and sexuality class, and they talked about this. Like yeah. we automatically, automatically just from from birth are put into this binary type of living. Men yeah. do this, women do this. That's binary. That's man and woman. Yeah, but we're never going to come out that construct because of the society that we live in. Do you understand? We're more educated now because we are aware of it. We can switch our language, but when we switch our language and speaking now, we also have to understand that we are in a society that has been constructed over hundreds of hundreds of years. It's not going to just take us talking about it like as far as language right. goes there has to be actions that depict that as well so if we're gonna not like make that construct of men do this women should do this mm-hmm. men get crucified for this and women do that then people again but i agree with him on being ac- held accountable so let me pose this question to keith how do we 
so I feel like we at this table are at a level of thinking where like we thinking a high, in a higher process than most people that we communicate Absolutely. with. You know, so how do you express this thought process to people who don't quite understand what Shamiria just said? I'm sorry, I, I, f- I feel like I mean, no, no that's, that's exactly. I feel how like I what Shamiria like, was saying is like it's valid. It's, yeah, it's, it's valid. valid. Like we in a society where like these roles, these gender gender roles have been set up like yeah. for us. Like we we stepped into this world. What my point where I was coming from, and I don't know if that it was the goal was for me to reiterate my point or re-explain it, but I'm just saying that like. We should be at a point where, like, gender, woman, male, or not, like, we have to look at wrong and ill as wrong and ill. And exactly. so it shouldn't be a thing of her sex or right. not, or be like, right. it's oh, about well, the a person. man did this. Because, like, it's wrong. R. Kelly wrong. If MJ did what he did, wrong. Right. Jussie wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people Cardi put, wrong. People put like, people in higher positions based yeah. on the power that they have. Yeah. And I don't... And, that goes first sometimes they be like they say but gender this is in the scene of celebrities though but this is in the high in the light of celebrities too you know like in in the normal life it is the gender thing like oh a man can do this and a woman can't do this or whatever but when you're talking about celebrities this is Cardi B so her saying it knowing how she is already she's loud she's quote unquote ratchet like she does all these things right so when she says something like that people aren't like Oh, go put her in jail. They're like, yeah. Cardi, girl, you funny. You so funny. Get these dudes. Like, literally encouraging rape culture. You're uh, encouraging yeah. rape culture. <laughs> that is reality a little bit. No, I mean, it some of them, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't right. be, and it shouldn't be, and it's definitely wrong and right, but she, the way that she tried to set it up is to make it seem like it's a survival thing. And all of it is, what we're saying right now is a defense. Even when we do something, if we be like, oh, well, men, when they do I mean that's a defense that's, that's a slippery that's, slope you know she's white, in a defense white nationalists can say that same thing right now that they're the, the things that they're doing mm-hmm. in this country is for their survival so they and bloodline just like people yeah I'm not saying that, that, yeah, that like, that's the that's part that I'm saying slope. that does not mean to be done that you're making it seem like oh it's okay because you're feeling like oh this is something you're doing to survive because that's what people, she's saying in the stripper industry and in the industry that she in she's like oh you know this is what what they're doing to survive and when as opposed her defense mode in the say of men talking about the things that they've done as far as you know what rappers do in the industry killing and all of this yeah, because to say that oh they had to do that to survive and no, nobody shame and, and this is why and this is why and this is why there we uh-huh. go Stop. And this is why it's normalized. Exactly. Stop. But no, Stop this it. is why cancel culture is to me the stupidest thing ever because we all have past. We all are growing and learning. It's very selective. You know? And it's very selective. It's a popularity contest. Oh, mm-hmm. we like this person more, so like let's not cancel them. I'm pretty sure if I was to go around everybody's closet and dig out some skeletons, it would be some stuff that you would want me to find out. Yeah. A lot of us have stuff like that. True. So that's why cancer culture needs to I be... I mean, but find mine now and talk to me about it. So I, I mean, but no. I feel like... I feel like people when you... I, 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 I think people don't understand how quickly... I don't I don't think people understand how quickly things can go viral on the internet mm-hmm. and how people are in... We are in a society where hating or hating someone or bringing up somebody's past is this quick. People will dig videos yeah, they up dig five years You can ago. Google me like, and my articles from college yeah. pop up from me speaking at school. So if me speaking at a school speaking about this, like, I got a, I got a 
uh, article about me speaking about something and somebody hated that they literally can find that and post that information right. so i feel like as a as we i agree with her the 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 normalization of stuff that isn't right needs to stop. Mm. We're very much normalizing the fact that oh she's a celebrity. Oh this industry, if that's the case, every industry has that because they all need to survive. We're mm. humans. Mm-hmm. That's what we are made to do to survive. I'm not out here killing men because one dude stubbed my toe in preschool and I'm trying to survive. It's not okay. You hurt somebody. Mm. It's not okay. And that's also period. You need to give people room to like it's room for growth. There's room. I for agree. Change. With that, and I if, agree if with somebody, that if you dig so it's up, like a, a slippery if you dig up yeah. a tweet from 2005 about something, I, I 2009 when I was like 16, I probably said some really stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? So like, but it's, it's different just, from you've been from now from when you were back then, though. That's even the four thing. years ago, it was some stuff yeah. I was saying. I, I would, I would yeah. like four Brandon. Ago, four years ago, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> right? If you're not evolving, <laughs> if you're not evolving and changing as a person, then like it's something wrong with you. But like I feel like everybody should have the chance to learn, evolve, and be educated on what they're doing. That's affecting the people yeah. around. What's them. crazy about it all is, is uh, right now you look at it now. It's, uh, it's the internet culture. Everybody yeah. is uh, everybody is quick to type something behind the keys. It was on a, Twitter or on Facebook or on some type. It was of a web. tweet. Like, Somebody, crazy. some some in the LGBT community. Some dude had went and really went through Megan Thee Stallion's tweets. Yeah, he said he said, uh, oh, I couldn't find nothing bad about her you seen that tweet she good in my book so you telling me you took time out of your day yes. this girl this girl is on the come up yeah. on the come up Seriously. and you trying to search for something controversial to say about this person to yeah. cancel them or get them yeah. but that's what that's what happens to all these people who do that on the internet just to bring it back into a light of like not gossiping about it but right. making light of yeah. like changing the narrative of this the thing is Blush. those Thank people you. always get what is to come to them. You know, like, even though people who are famous and get these things thrown at them from their past and stuff like that, they have a certain type of of block to all of it. And if they don't, they need somebody to help them have one because if you can block that negativity... That stuff just hits right back to the person who made the post. Which They're is what Cardi B with needs. Because mm-hmm. she addressed too much. I'm like, girl, she you don't just address everything. Yeah. Just, 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 just yeah. a thing. Yeah. I will be like, like Beyonce. Period. Her publicist is trash. Trash. Cardi That's her best friend. That's her brand, though. That's her brand. Right, her but brand is up. She gotta step up. So, if that's the case, she gotta step up. To put an end to that conversation at the Honestly, what Cardi needs to do is just own so up to whatever comes from it because somebody might actually bring a male, a male, or another female who thinks it's not okay for men to be put in situations somebody like that. Somebody will send her to court. Yeah. Will send her to court. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. But I feel like her coming out is saying, like, she does want to show that, you know she's trying to like come out and we'll actually see. admit Look, to like you can some admit type, but going to jail is of, a totally different story uh, <laughs> she ain't going to jail y'all something right, right. Oh, very, like, some things need to be hidden yeah, everybody I mean, don't I'm have to know everything from your B. past I mean, I'm not, I'm not canceling I love Cardi B I love I mean, money every day I'm almost. saying if she can admit to her wrongs and like she did like you said people grow up people grow out of bad things like wrong was wrong yes but if she's no longer doing that and she understand if she understands the consequences of it, not because she got money now. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, would you do that again if you were in a compromised situation? Would you solicit men and drug them and do those things again? She made it right. seem like a survival tactic. So, so if she, she actually, would. but but so, so that we could get off this topic, if I mean, I think at the end of the day, she just needs to just own up, just own up to. 
the situation and whatever consequences come along with that you have to be able to accept those consequences um but i want us to go ahead uh we did a magic monday giveaway um yesterday i posted for (coughs) whoops not for the cough i posted for um cl which is by lewis marks lewis marks is a musician and he um has this t-shirt line called cl and cl means heaven or skies in french so that's his brand and then on his hat he has the four chicago stars on it um it's a very cool brand very simple very nice script that it's in and i'm actually going to go ahead and call the winner on facetime really yeah you got that some some of them i do because you know the people who uh did do the magic mondays giveaway this is someone who's in atlanta this is my niece and she did the giveaway so i'm gonna choose her out of the list of people to win it's up to me who win, who wins so you know i'm gonna pick her I, I'm a, uh, you didn't even participate so you can't even say nothing i always got something to say <laughs> dang he didn't even finish his sentence and got didn't attacked. even finish his sentence whoa <laughs> it's enough for you to jump in on it whoa. Uh, how many seasons is the game of uh seven girl too how many can I you gotta say you gotta go you gotta pull all nighters to finish it and to make it in time <sighs> I'm going to make it on I'm starting it tonight. <laughs> what? I heard. It's on Netflix, Is it serious? Y'all should watch. Y'all should watch. Okay, so if she doesn't answer, then I have to pick another person. You should call me. <laughs> you got my number? Shmiri. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how you doing? Let me whisper in here. Okay, so. I what should I? Should I? Should, I should she still win? No. I mean, Next. some Next. people. Some Look. people be busy. No, they don't. You know, she got a okay. little job. You just, you just lashes. <laughs> okay, let's look at. Let's See who been just, liking the post lately or something. That's like, yeah, I got it, y'all. No worries. That was just the first winner. She I didn't say answer. that because I don't be answering my phone either. Sometimes she usually do. So I know she's probably at work. <laughs> So, let's do... Text me, you've won. <laughs> okay. okay. That was nice. Okay. Uh, I do be on the phone when it works, but... I'm still trying to hear that. I'm trying to hear that, Let's too. do... Hmm. Who the, let's do this girl, Cora, Lynette. Let's do her. I'm going to call her on... That's a cute name, Lynette. I'm going to call her on Facebook. You call her nigga. I mean, you call people on Facebook? Yeah, I remember the first day I got a Facebook call. It was stressful. An Instagram call, sorry. This dude called me on Instagram like, I'm trying to take you out. I'm, whoa. Wait. Oh, wait, Haley's calling back. Oh, y'all, somebody famous is Mason. Oh, hello, Haley. Oh, hello. (laughs) So, you are live on Nitty's Knocker Radio right now. Oh, Hello. (laughs) So, just wanted to let you know that you won the giveaway. Ah! Hey! <laughs> oh, my God. Watch it. She is so excited. So, I'm going to actually show your reaction on my Instagram. That is so cute. Do it again. Do it again. Hey! <laughs> so, you are the winner of the CL t-shirt and hat. Um, so, you'll have a matching set as me. 
And I will be mailing that off to you. You got to show Georgia what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? I will. So how do you feel about winning? I'm I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm I'm just I'm I'm overwhelmed. And your nails done too. Okay, period, sis. Yes. Okay, period. <laughs> well, I will be calling you once the show is uh-huh. over to just talk to you okay. about how I'll send you your gift. Well, thank you. Thank you. I will talk soon. All right. Bye, Nitty. Bye. <laughs> oh, she's cute. Okay, that's my niece, y'all. So she won. Congratulations. You're hilarious. You know, you know, she in Atlanta is really good to give, it, give the gift to somebody who lives period. in a different place to <laughs> spread the exposure of CL. Or I might not be saying it right because it's French. Anybody took French? No. CL. Is it CL for skies? Or French? Is it Cho? Whoa. Cho? <laughs> Cho? Cho? No, Cho? Cho, Bella. That's actually Italian. I'm coming. Oh you know. Uh, get out. Get off the mic. Get off the mic. But I'm ready to listen to some more music. We just talked for a really long time. And when we get back, we're going to have a little a unicorn gospel moment because your girl been going through some things this week. And I feel like it's best that we talk about how to get through some of our issues together because it made my head hurt and I felt so alone dealing with it. And That's I could have just called on to some people, you know. So we're going to get lit with Marie the DJ. She chewing gum right now, trying to be fake. <laughs> okay, period. And we, let's listen to some music right here on Nitty's Night. Okay, so Marie didn't come. Wow. Like, she definitely she did what it do. Talking about, I'm trying to be cute. She's trying to be cute and cold today. She was like, like, crazy. like I said, the coldest female DJ in the city. In the period. Bar like, none. Period. At Envion, shout out to Will from Envion. His birthday also just passed. But he, he, um, Marie was DJing for his little surprise party or whatever. And she was mixing like house music with juke music, which was like, it sounds crazy to be like, isn't that kind of doing the same thing? But no, like the way she was mixing that, I was in there just like stressed out (laughs) because I was real sick that day. So I'm just like, why are you doing this to me today? But it was just so good. So shout out. I'm coughing again, you know. I seem to have chronic cough or something like that. Girl, you need a humidifier. I have that. It's just because I was in Texas without clothes. Oh, because you was out there naked, naked, naked. You have to be. Who goes to Texas to wear a coat? Hey, that's True. a good point. I that's a good point. You're absolutely right. It was right. so nippy, and I was <laughs> out there every day, limited with my clothing. But it was cute. It had the Nitty's Knocker brand. It had mm-hmm. Unigang on there, you know? Yeah. I made sure I wore it because at the end of the day, I had to pass out 100 buttons, which I did. That's perfect. And I wore the outfits, and I was cold. Now I'm sick, you know, but it's okay. So it's a, Anything for I the fit. I wore these sick. Mm-hmm. But today, by the way. today I want, thank you, you know. I gained like 200 new followers, so it's definitely a trip worth taking and definitely helped me increase awareness the way that I really needed it to. Um, So, yes, that was great. But today, (coughs) for the Unicorn Gospel, I kind of just want us to be able to talk out how we got through some of our issues this week. I don't have a specific uh, topic. It's just been very hard, and I've had to cry a few times this week just so that I could recalibrate and say it's okay. You're going to get to the next level. Um, Because I've been having the entrepreneur woes once again. Mm -hmm. Um, My corporate job has done the inevitable by going into my social media 
Um, and this is someone who I considered a mentor, someone very close to me, and now she has stripped that title from me because she says that I'm promiscuous, which wow. I'm really not on my social media. I, it, I'm really not. I may have maybe four out of 365 that is <laughs> promiscuous, um, but not even to an extent to where I'm selling sex, drugs, anything of the sort. So I've been really in a very weird place um, because now I don't have that job as security anymore. I won't be getting my benefits or anything that was supposed to come with it. So now I have to be okay with the readjustment process because of who I choose to be as an entrepreneur and everything that I've worked for. So <clears throat> how do you guys cope with some of the things you've coped with? I cried. That's the only way that I could really identify with my mm-hmm. situation. Uh, <clears throat> I, for one, I meditate. I meditate. I take time to myself. I, uh, I usually I, I have my long work weeks. Uh, right now, I'm currently staying with my parents, but you know, shout out to mom and dad. I I, I, I make sure <laughs> I tell my parents or whatever. I make sure I tell my parents whatever. Like, I need like at least 15 to 30 to 45 to an hour to kind of like decompress. Yeah, I like all Because realistically, that I take the train every now and then and go uh, coming in from work, or whatever. My, my homie told me your first job is the train ride to the uh, to the city. Your second job is the actual job, mm-hmm. and all that shit that you did, that you put up with on in the morning from getting up. Uh, I get up at four. In, I get up at four in the morning every day to work out. You know, to get my body right to go to work, whatever, get everything right, and it, it's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's that decompressing moment or whatever decompression moment I can take to myself realistically. It's just like, well, let me put some music on. Let me take a quick nap. Let me go ahead and get you know enjoy my moment to myself because I'm around people, and it's kind of crazy. Cause I'm also an introvert too. You know what I mean? And it's uh. That moment to yourself to recharge a battery is a is 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 a much needed moment, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I'm I'm I cry too. Like when it when it okay when it's like a normal like breakdown day. I like journal. I journal every day. Um, I've been doing that for the last five years, and then I read my journals at the end of the year, and then I look back on that stuff, and then I like see how much stuff that I've been through and I just become I come I become extremely humbled at some of the stuff that I come get through. But just writing it out is a way for me to be expressive. So I don't write in this journal, y'all. This is my work. This is the Nitty's Knockers journal to write stuff down because I'm pretty old fashioned with writing stuff down. But when I'm having like a really bad day or a really bad day or a week or anything, I get on my hands and my knees and I pray. Like, I, I'm very, very spiritual. I meditate to I say to place like my candles, but I get on my knees and I pray because and cry and express myself, like, let it all out because if I keep my emotions bottled up, it's not going to be good for anybody. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that the hard way. So as a growing adult, I learned that me keeping it in, suppressing it, isn't good because if I hold it in, I will explode. I've, had, I've done that in the past, and it's not good for anybody. So I literally get on my knees, I cry, pray, and cry, pray, write. Sometimes I do all six of them at the same time. So, so I definitely got to let it out as much as possible. It, I mean, it all depends on, like, what the situation yeah. Um, yeah. is. Sometimes certain situations you are sad about, you can kind of, like, rationalize and kind of just make yourself logically, like, dang, that was, I did put myself in a situation that was, you know, kind of put the blame on you and want yourself to do better. <clears throat> in situations like this where it's, like, your um, your wellness and your well-being depended on a, a security of a job. Um, the security of a job, um, that's tough. And sometimes, like, you do got to <clears> take <throat> that time to, like, just let it out and cry, you know? Yeah, because um, it's, it's definitely an adjustment type of thing, you know, when you come into, you come back into 
a world that you didn't want to be a part of in the first place Mm -hmm. as a favor or whatever reason you do it and you take everything else away and say okay this is going to be my security because this has been written you basically have told me not worry everything's going to be fine and by a certain period I would have something Um, but because I think it's like in the failure of realizing that you didn't check when you first met me two years ago now you know that's when it becomes a thing of now my well-being is compromised and for me um and i'm okay with talking about this because these are things that i do feel we struggle with when it comes to taking jobs from people the reasons why they give them to us and everything yeah um so now it has me in the i in the place where i've been before where people take my intellect away from me because i look a certain way yeah yeah I've learned in those situations, because I I have had that kind of happen to me before. I've had people kind of throw me under the bus when they didn't do their job. Mm -hmm. And I took it as a sign from the universe. Like, if I didn't want to be there in the first place, the universe like, okay, we're going to keep you here for a minute, let you learn your lesson, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to snatch you out that position Mm because you don't want to be there anyway. So when I'm in those positions, (coughs) I deal with it for a little bit, and then I let it go. That's right. And I run. I go on the treadmill. I run two miles. I go to the sauna. After that, over with. Because I've realized that me being upset is a heavier feeling than me letting something that I know I can't handle go anyway. Mm -hmm. Right, and that projection of you is not, you know, you're not promiscuous in any way. That's them. And and that's their judgment of that, you know, because they're in that corporate world or whatever they want to, you know. That world and the world is changing now anyway, and I and I I feel that so much because I think all of us as women like we have that feeling even just going into these jobs, you know, the day to day jobs like those where we know like we don't show too much cleavage or you know we have shape, don't show, you know what I mean? You feel that way because they will try to belittle you to you know just like a sex symbol or something like that. Um, I agree with that. Um, being a being a, I had to. I had somebody tell me like you had to move I had to create a Finsta and I was utterly disappointed what a Finsta is a fun Instagram basically and I had to delete all of my pictures off my brand page and create a private account where I can do whatever I want but it's just like because people have that judgment of you Mm -hmm. for you I was I quit my job last year a very secure job in August in the middle of the month I mean the middle of the month just woke up one day. I was dreadful. And most people would think that's a very bad move to do when you got $1,000 rent. You got a card note, <laughs> car insurance, and stuff mm. like that. I got my mama, you know, you're dumb type of thing. But I look at it like this. If I was meant to be there, I would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you make the best the best things for you happen when you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you get in a place where you feel the most uncomfortable that means and you get you feel like the world is against you you need to stop and you need to be grateful for where you are because honestly the strong survive and you are put in that position because you are strong you just don't realize how strong you are yet so you're not supposed to be there take it as a sign of that mm-hmm. now you move forward with what you're doing utilize the resources that you have like we've just talking about love about who you what you know and who you know um, when I quit that job, I was I turned down other jobs because I need I wanted that freedom. Like I've been working since I was fourteen. I was like, you know what? Let's let's breathe for a little while. Let me think about what it is I want to do and why I need to be here. So maybe 
this time is meant for you to think focus focus relax so i'm grateful for everything this is a relax because sometimes i feel like i can't be the you get in your mind getting the word out of you know sometimes i really just want to hear how other people can't address issues that the strong feel like they can always handle. Yeah. But this one was really a doozy to me because, you know, stripping away my, the mentor title as well, you yeah. know, I've trusted you with so much mm-hmm. and you know everything that is going on. So that was the part that kind of destroyed my image to, for a moment, yeah. you yeah. know. And when I met today with uh, my sister Laquita, she does PR um, you know, it was just the same thing of just like reminding yourself that you are going somewhere. It is powerful. And just like she doesn't want to compromise her brand, you know, I don't want to do the same thing either. So look at it in that light. I was going to say realistic. Like you got to realize that you are your, you're your biggest asset. You are like the biggest chess piece on a puzzle because if anything, the things that you've done, the things that you're doing, the things that you're going to do, you know what I mean? Like they, they all, it's all speaks for itself. So any type of, um, I want to say image, imagery that they're, you know, offensive of, or they're afraid of, they, it makes, it makes, you know, them seem kind of silly and funny, especially your mentor. Cause realistically, you're not the kind of, you know, to just throw shade on your mentor, whoever that person may be. But like, let's be real. They're not your mentor if they like if they're stunting your growth. Mm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. And a mentor is always supposed to be able to you know to guide, uh, guide and be willing to be able to help and assist. If they're shutting your dreams, goals, you know, and, and your wants down, mm-hmm. that's not really a mentor. They just they they, they just have to be a friend, a buddy, a guide, you know, to you know to hopefully kick kick it with every now and then. Not yeah. a mentor. And then too, like you know, I had the whole job thing. I had a good. I remember how this was. I worked for Chicago Park District, and I had a pretty. I was making pretty good, decent money, but I wasn't happy. Yeah. And like I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, they denied me two opportunities to, to do some a film internship, actually at Cinespace. I got an internship to work to work there. Very rare that they do that, but I got one. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't change my schedule around, and so I was like, you know what? A film school just gave me a scholarship. I'm gone because y'all not gonna let me Period. do it. Mm. So like for that first year, two thousand what eighteen, I was so broke, but like I wasn't starving. My rent was paid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I definitely so. feel that that's been my life up to this point. But it's just when you recycle yourself back into it, you know. Because yes. Once you, you fall like, out your you groove, not, but you not. You yeah. not I didn't you... fall out of my groove necessarily. I recycled yeah. myself back in because it was a favor for her, her business, for her company. Right. You yeah. know, they needed somebody, and then there was the guarantee of what would come for me. Um, teaching social media classes to youth and all of these different mm-hmm. things, but you allowed. Something that's totally, you know, mine, that is a brand. It's not just an, an account. You know, yeah. this is mm-hmm. a brand, you know, so. But it's crazy to me because, like, the the, the girls look up to City Girls and Cardi <laughs> B and, like, the little, whatever po- pictures you posted, you are, outside of what they think you might be, you are a very educated person. You're, you're a good person and you have a lot <laughs> to offer to teenagers that are on the rise to becoming the next media people. So, like, I'm not sure even why that even was an issue for her, but I guarantee if you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and keep going down your 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 path and your road, she when you make it there, she's gonna be calling you like, hey, you want to come and speak to my um no, no but cause <laughs> she has no. unless you want to mm-hmm. pay to bring them right, to, but she but like <laughs> to you, where you're I'm not going nowhere but up, you feel me? So yeah. like she gonna look at you like, hey, <laughs> yeah, she gonna she gonna wish she hadn't did what she did, but yeah, that's all lost. 
That's all lost realistically. People be wilding. And I, people be wilding. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you got to hear it in that, that language. Because for real, people be wilding. Like, wow, I'm not smart no more. Like, wow, because it took you this long. Like, for her to realize what was really going on. Yeah, and it's We just, came this far and you just not exactly. pulling it together. What so, were you doing? I think that is, you know, like, just the balance of figuring things like that out. And this isn't just for me in this light. And this is what I really try to advocate is being you. Like, my brand, it's not just a personal page for fun. You know, my brand is about I'm, I'm pushing a message. I'm pushing positivity. I'm pushing self-love. I'm pushing happy thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So, you're... For people who want to do that and be a free spirit, because it's definitely possible to be a free spirit and have all of your mind, have all of your intellect, have all of your accolades. I think that this is an important thing for people like that to hear because you will get knocked down. Like that took me back when I got back from Texas. She interviewed like five people the next day after me and her met. For oh, my position, trash. so it's coming. She been planning, <laughs> it's coming quick. Oh, yeah. No, we had the position up because that one was temporary, mm-hmm. you know. But it was a stretch, you know. It was like, okay, no rush, you know. I'm just coming yeah. to find out that people are intimidated so, by free spirit. Mm-hmm. They are. I, I feel like people, some people, <coughs> knowing that there are people out there that are okay with living, mm-hmm. you know, so freely and not having everything be completely organized all of the time like that people are overwhelmed by that i think it's just people truthfully not people are afraid of of other people's light if that makes sense too yeah like you know they they say uh um don't let anybody else's light intimidate who you are who you be or whatever like i've been told several times that you know i'm too happy or you know I'm way too nice for people or whatever. And it's, it's irritating because realistically, that's me. Like, if you get to know me, if you know who I am as a person, my upbringing and stuff like that, you'll be like, oh, he just himself. He ain't really yeah. doing too much. He ain't doing a lot. He just he just geeky, nerdy, a little bit of, you know, this little bit of that or whatever. It's, it's, at the end of the day, EJ is EJ. So don't, realistically, from the, deepest, from, the, from the bottom of my heart, don't ever let nobody, don't ever let anybody, you know, else's uh, darkness intimidate your light and vice versa. Because realistically, you are the beautifulest unicorn in the world. Get just out. Uh, <laughs> no, realistically, uh, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's just, you know, you truthfully being comfortable with who you are, like, honestly. And, I, and then you in a corporate, like that whole corporate art thing, you got like, I, I love the film industry because people are corporate and they're arty. So, like, you get the both. But, like, when you go on from, like, what you're doing, non for profits, some of them, they, when mm-hmm. they, that corporate, they get upset with you because. They want to do what you do, but they have they're stuck in this corporate world, yeah. and you finessing both of them. Yep. So whenever you in that realm where you got your foot in both doors, they are gonna be mad. Mm-hmm. They're like, she's doing what she wants to do, and she's living my life, but I only can live my life. They stuck in the free, box. Pe- people yep. people hate on freedom when you when they see that you're totally free. They get mad and they want to clip your wings. So like, that's what you got to deal with. But once you get your own nest, you be good. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, uh, oh, yeah. I guess a little bit, like, for your situation, it might just be a blessing, like, for real. <clears throat> like, certain, maybe you were too busy, too much on your plate, and that's, you know, it's going to open up space for you to focus more on certain things. Maybe it's another opportunity coming, you know, down the way or whatever, because it's basically you just shouldn't stress about it. Like, it was an opportunity that was had. It's not there anymore. I feel like don't harbor any sort of like animosity for your former mentor. Like, 
If it's, I mean, it's not any animosity ever because I do wish the best for her business. Yeah. It's just on a personal level, it's just it's hard, just you know. So you feel I like never, it was a, like I don't even hate family members who have wronged yeah. me. So I would never hate. <coughs> Hey, a str- I, you know, I don't I don't have that spirit in me to just hate people, but I definitely feel weird. Do you feel like her decision for y'all to separate on a working, on a But that's the thing, level? she's not really saying it. She's just doing it, you know? So uh-huh. that's why it's really personal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you said to me, you can't even have this program operations position no more because this is me teaching social media was a new position but this is an, also another position that I'm doing currently that can be filled by me yeah. but it's mm-hmm. not you know so yeah. overall um, I mean, I am grateful for the gospel from Squad from the Unigang because geez like it really hey. does feel good to hear my peers reassure you know because sometimes it's like well maybe you should block your page or maybe you should do this but you know no like I I built this to last it's a strong brand so to anybody out there who has a strong brand even to you Shmiria you know you have a strong brand embrace it you know period Mm -hmm. every part of it because that's what makes you you and I I'd have questioned myself this week hey realize that you are always going to be the sugar honey iced tea Period. That was I'm my favorite song, the remix to Shawty is a 10. Sh- sh- yeah. honey, I came out on my baby. Sweet 16 with balloons covering my face to that part of the song. So, you know. <laughs> my that. mouth is dropped. Keith, were you there? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet were you there? I was from the ass. What was my invite at? Everybody had an invite. <laughs> Kurt was there. Everybody was there. Kurt, well, you, you I, I mean, I was Keith having was a little anti party. though. You were a little he anti was, now. When you were Willie, you were more anti. <laughs> Hold on, first up, uh, I, <laughs> I have some introverted ways, but I've really been working on. Being that's good now because you're gonna be at the two K seven party. It's the skate party. We're doing it in May for my birthday. It's gonna be lit. Yes. It's a speed dating event as well, incorporated with the skating party. It's gonna be a real drill. Holding hands, baby. It's gonna be a real drill. But Kira, EJ, how can we keep up with you guys? Um, I have Twitter, I have Instagram. Um, my Instagram actually, what is it? It's Naomi Campbell head. Oh yeah, like Naomi Campbell, but she ball head, and it is it's Naomi Campbell head underscore. Yep. So that's that, and then my Twitter. I ain't finna get y'all that because I got a life. Uh, that's real. That's you know real. what? Period. She's like, I'm not even. I love you on Twitter. So I'm, I'm glad little, I have access to that because y'all. I live bit. through y'all on Twitter. Twitter <laughs> I don't say Twitter. nothing on Twitter. I just like people's stuff. Twitter is hilarious. Twitter, Twitter is hilarious. Yeah, it's all lit. jokes. That's why y'all ain't getting it. Twitter, right. I'm going to keep it jokes. Like, if anybody, <laughs> I mean, I so, so you can follow me on my Instagram, uh, seeing sounds underscore underscore. That is S-E-E-I-N-G-S-O-U-N-D-S underscore underscore. Period. Fun fact, that is actually uh, seeing sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, seeing sounds is actually one of my favorite NDRD albums, period. Like, seriously, it's I was like just top to that five. Last week. It's a great ass album. I'm gonna have Sorry to, to curse, to by the way. Uh, but, you can say that on air now, on the radio. Uh, word? Now. You just that. can't say the B word, the MFR. Oh, that's deep. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, still. But you can also follow my Twitter at EJF290. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not from out west. I'm just saying it's the 290. Okay. It's, just, oh, it's just a part of that. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but realistically, uh, once again, come to my party this weekend, y'all. It's going to be lit, lit. It's free to get in. You know, I'd appreciate it. If you're busy, hey, yeah, send some friends. Send some friends to buy some drinks on, on me and the guys. So, and yeah. if anybody hasn't had time to check out, there is a new Glitter Talk interview with the innovators out of St. Louis, Missouri. I went down there for the baby's concert. Um, had some access, got some good shots of the baby. And, you know, I have a recap called that that one time as well these are all on the youtube page as well as on nittiesknocker.com if you're ever interested in being a guest on this show hit us up at you know nittiesknocker.com you can hit any of us up on social media you can hit up miss underscore mo better just keith scoop with shmirier underscore damn can i live marie the dj marie underscore the dj you can literally hit up the entire Squad, and if you ever want to be a part of what we're doing, just reach out to any of us, and we are here Let for you. Let us know. Thank you guys again for the gospel, for all of your insight, for all of the I greatness. Love uh, I love y'all too. I'm so. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm gonna go finish cleaning up my apartment. That's real. That's real. <laughs> so until we talk to you, lovely people, next time, Marie, you want to take us out or you want to shut it down? Yeah, I all right, all right. We are shutting it out with Marie the DJ right here on Nitty Factor. Wow.